Aloha. Welcome to Abe's Ukulele Podcast. I'm Abe. <laughs> I'm trying something new today. This is the podcast for teachers and ukulele players that uh, want to get better at that. Oh man, this is fun. <laughs> is this distracting? I don't know. Check out that whistling, huh? <laughs> I want to give a special shout out to Chris, my newest patron. Thank you so much, Chris. You are awesome. Chris actually plays bass and ukulele. Banjo-lele, to be specific. Um, if you want to support me, you can go to patreon.com slash ukuleleabe. Today's episode is a bit of an ukulele wish list, but it's not quite the wish list that you might be thinking of. It's sort of like um, some things you might consider buying and some things that I think you should consider if you want to be a better player or teacher. Quick note before we begin, before we begin, <laughs> I'm recording this all in one shot, so I might ramble a little bit. I'm trying something out, like I said before, should be a little more fun, and uh, in the future it should allow me to get more virtual guests. Actually, I should say get virtual guests, because um, so far I haven't had any. I like to maintain a high standard of quality, or whatever, anyway. Um, Something to look forward to, but uh, you're going to have to forgive me because I might ramble, like right now. If you're listening to this in January, I just want to let you know that I will be releasing an episode in January, and technically this is the episode for December. So anyway, um, yeah, let's get started, shall we? Here we go. <laughs> All right, so today's episode is a bit of a wish list, but it's also a bit of a list of resolutions for the new year. Um, and I'll just jump right in. Number one on my wish list, I think it's a bit of a challenge for you and for me. We should all have more Connie Capillas. A Connie Capilla is a jam, just a big old jam circle. It could be with two people, could be with, you know, well, maybe not with one. Does that count? I don't know. I'm from the East Coast. I'm not actually from Hawaii, so maybe I don't have great credentials for this. But, um, yeah, it's good to just jump in. Akani Kapila is, uh, like I said, a jam. Oh, my God, I am rambling. I am so sorry. <laughs> so, in Akani Kapila, you don't have music sheets. You just grab your ook, grab a friend, and you just play and you sing. And, um... It's great because it challenges you as a player and a teacher. Uh, if you're in a circle and you're trying to teach someone else your song because you want them to play along with you, you're going to have to actually practice um, articulating the song, the chords especially. Um, hopefully they're repetitive, and uh, once you give out the chords, it's, it's pretty easy because people can generally remember. But I had this experience recently. I went to Star Island, which is a magical, wonderful island off the coast of New Hampshire. I was there for a choral singing retreat, and uh, it was wonderful. But um, the thing I wanted to tell you about is a little experience I had with one of my new friends, Catherine. Catherine, if you're listening, thank you. You're awesome. Um, Catherine plays ukulele, and uh, we just sat down and just started jamming. 
And honestly, I was pretty intimidated because I didn't know what I was going to do. Um, I guess, you know, I was supposed to be the better player, whatever. That doesn't really matter. Um, I couldn't think of anything to play. We ended up playing some songs, um, Rattlin Bog and what was the other one? I don't remember. I do remember, but I can't. I'm, I'm just trying to stall for time right now. Um, I Want to Be Like You from Disney's Jungle Book. Um, it's a fun song, but the chords aren't, you know, they are not intuitive. So, because it leaves the key technically, um, you know, you're playing C a lot, then you're playing E7 and A7, and those aren't in the key of C. But um, having this experience was wonderful because uh, it challenged me to think of a song on the spot. Of course, I needed to do it from memory, so it needed to be something memorized. And um, yeah, it was just a fun little challenge. And uh, yeah, it was great. So I want to challenge you to have more kanikapilas. Just teach someone a song, teach someone a song, and teach, um, you know, just play a song. And don't use music. Um, it'll be great because then you get to just live with the music and not worry about reading something. And you can really enjoy it with your ears. You can close your eyes. You can, you know, if you're really big on performing, you can actually interact with the audience more. Or, you know, if you're in a Kani Kapila, which is what I'm really talking about, you can actually interact with the other players more, and it's great. So, number two, on my wish list, resolution list, um, just a little bit of tips for becoming a better teacher and teaching better, which will also make you a better player. Um, you should be a better teacher in this way, which is by knowing songs better. So it goes back to the Kanikapila, but I basically want you to think about trying to get off the book more and memorize songs and really learn every little bit about them. And um, know them so well that you don't really have to think of what's coming up next. And this is really a challenge for me as a teacher. When I teach in the classroom, this happens all the time where I feel like I'm unprepared. And it's... um. You know, it's something really easy to avoid. All I need to do is just learn the song. I need to really, really know it. So especially when you're trying to teach a song and it's part of your lesson plan, like I said, <laughs> I've been teaching for seven years. This is always a challenge for me. But once you know the song really, really well, you don't have to think about what's coming up next. And then as you teach the song, you can give the class or give your student all of your attention. When you give your students all of your attention, they will give you their attention. But if any of your attention is lost to thinking about what's next, what's the next chord, what are the actual words, if any of your attention is going towards that, the actual song, then you're going to lose your students. It happens all the time to me. Um, it's really embarrassing because I know if you're a teacher, you're probably thinking, Wow, yeah, that's obvious. But I have to say, after so many years, it's um, it's still something I forget from time to time. I'll try to teach a song that I don't quite know, but um, somehow we make it work. But the songs that I do really, really know, and I try to teaching, I'm trying to teach them. I notice it just goes so much better. Um, the students are engaged, and um, everything's just flowing so smoothly. So, anyway, that's the second point. The first one was, have more Kani Kapilas. Just play. 
with no music sheets. The next one is to teach better. Try to learn the songs better and be more familiar with them. It can be anything. Um, whatever songs you're working on right now, just spend a little more time to memorize it and just be so much more familiar with it. Um, I have some songs that I've played for quite a long time, whether it's piano or ukulele or guitar, and because I've played it so much, I can play them now without even thinking about them. And that's really nice to be able to do. Just bust it out and, uh, you know, sometimes you're in situations where it's like, play a song, you're the musician, and yeah, that's a little annoying sometimes. But being able to actually do that is a wonderful skill. So those two points will help with that. For the next point on my wish list, this is more of a thing to buy. And um, this could be for yourself or another player. And of course, I know the holidays are basically over. But um, this is always relevant. Uh, in my experience, when I look at wish lists for what to buy the guitar player or the ukulele player in your life, when I look at them, I am not very inspired, honestly, if people would buy me those things because they're cases or straps or picks or tuners. And generally, I have all those things. I can take care of them. If you want to buy me a new ukulele, that's fine. A new guitar, great. Um, I'm a little bit of a snob. If you bought me a new instrument and it was super cheap, you know, <laughs> I might not be as excited. Um, and that, that goes with anything, really. You know, like if um, when you grow up and uh, your parents bought you Legos and you know they're not the real Legos. Do you know what I mean? That kind of, it's a little bit of a snobbery, but <laughs> I hope you get what I'm talking about. Anyway, those wish lists, they never really uh, inspired me that much. Sorry, that much. Um, but something that I think will always be good for any ukulele player is new strings. So think about getting new strings. We always need new strings. Um, there are probably some strings we have never tried, and they might unlock something new in our instrument. It's going to interact with the uke differently, and uh, it's really a quick and cheap way to get a new sound out of your uke. Uh, I had this... In interesting experience where I tried Worth Browns on a Koaloha and uh, I really did not like them at all. They, To me, they seemed kind of dull and, um, what's the word? Yeah, just kind of plain, not so, they didn't really stand out much. But a year later, I tried the exact same set on the exact same ukulele and I thought they sounded wonderful. I didn't, it wasn't the used strings from before. I got, you know, the same set new and um i just put them on and i thought they sounded wonderful so new strings could be the same ones that you've tried in the past um i don't know why maybe my ear changed maybe i'm getting old but they sounded different um and it was the exact same setup and everything so it's just something to consider getting new strings um you might be one of those players who likes the same strings for years and years and years, and that's fine too, but I believe strings are like tires on a car, not quite meant to be left on forever, meant to be used up. Um, if you get new strings and you really don't like them, don't feel bad about taking them off. That's what they're for, you know, but give them some time. Let them stretch out. Um, let the ukulele really just breathe it in. Maybe that's not a good metaphor. Anyway, next point. The next thing on my ukulele wish list slash resolutions is 
I want you to think about and be more aware of humidity for your ukulele. Now, you don't have to treat it like an exact science and go crazy, but if it's too dry where the ukulele is, you might have problems, okay? Um, it's going to warp, it's going to crack, things like that. It just, it's not good. If your ukulele is a laminate, uh, it's not going to be as bad. It's not as important. Uh, if it's if it has a solid top, uh, it's a lot more important. It's a lot more sensitive to those changes in humidity. If it's way too humid, like, you know, if you're in the jungle or um, in a shower, whatever, <laughs> it's going to be too humid. Um, and you'll have problems that way too. But you don't have to go crazy. And uh, let me tell you why. Um, I had an ukulele, and uh, I keep, I keep my, all my ukuleles in the cases, in the cases, whatever. <laughs> uh, like I said, uh, just, you know, bear with me with all these little mistakes. Um, one shot, I'm doing fine. I had an ukulele once, anyway. And um, at, at one point, I started to feel the fret ends sticking out. So as my hand would run along the neck, I could feel these, you know, the metal things just sticking out. And they started to basically just cut into my hand. It was very uncomfortable. Um... And I thought maybe it's because it's really dry. And um, I got one of those um, weather stations with the the receiver inside and a clock and the transmitter outside. So it told me the temperature and the humidity of outside and inside. And I found out that inside, especially because it was winter, was very dry. It was something like 25%, 20% anyway. It was crazy dry. Um, so I reached out to a great ukulele tech, and uh, he told me that I can put it back in, well, not put it back, but put it in a bathroom where the shower's been running, and it's really steamy uh, for about 15 minutes, 10 minutes. And um, I did that, and uh, within a week, it was fine again. But I realized that if my environment's going to stay dry, I need to deal with it. So... I got one of those sponges and uh, I made it damp or moist, not dripping. And uh, I put it in a sandwich bag, poked holes in the bag. I left that in the case. And that seemed to help a lot as well. But um, all of this is just a little bit of, you know, extra work I had to do because it was dry. You might live somewhere dry, like um, a, a desert environment. Uh, you might leave your ukuleles out and um, you might not notice anything. I would say you're very lucky if that happens, but where am I going with this? What I'm going to is I don't think you necessarily always need a humidifier in your case. And uh, yeah, that might sound crazy. I got a hygrometer, or hydrometer, whatever you call it, in one of my cases, and I, I keep track of the humidity. And I noticed when I leave a humidifier in there, it starts to climb up. And um, I haven't let it hit 60%, but it keeps going up 1%, a little bit at a time, up to 55, 56% humidity. And then I take the humidifier out of the case because I think, oh, I don't want to oversaturate it, right? But um, then what happens is I leave it and it drops to like 44%, 45%, and it pretty much stays there. Usually, the environment where I leave it in the room, um, the humidity actually fluctuates a lot. I have a big room humidifier. I try to keep it up, but sometimes it drops to 25, whatever. 
um, in the winter it gets crazy, but actually the K stays pretty much the same. So the point I'm trying to get across is I don't have a humidifier in one of my cases and the ukulele seems fine even when it's dry outside. Okay, so in terms of the whole point of this wish list resolution point of humidity is just I want you to think about and be more aware of the humidity in where you're storing your ukulele. Um, it can really easily be balanced out if there is a problem, like I said before, with my sharp fret ends. But um, it's possible that you could oversaturate it. Um, yeah, and you don't necessarily need one of those case hygrometers. It doesn't hurt. I have one. Um, I don't have one for all of my ukuleles, and, you know, I'm getting more every other month or whatever it is. <laughs> we know how that is. But anyway, I'm rambling. I'm sorry. Please bear with me. The point is, be aware of the humidity in your environment. If it's super dry, you might have problems. Anyway, on to the next one. So, this is along the lines of um, just being a nice person. Uh, as Jake Shimabukuro says, if everybody in the world played ukulele, we'd have world peace. Now, personally, I'm not always happy with um, what certain people say in the world and what people do in the world, especially when we're talking about politics and religion and all this other stuff. But I can control myself, right? And I'm a ukulele player. It has brought me so much joy, so much happiness. I'm sure uh, the same is true for many of you. Um, in this season, we're technically at the end of the holiday season and we're at the beginning of New Year's resolutions. A lot of people will be buying new stuff. A lot of people will be getting new stuff for others and for themselves. So just be aware and try to be as helpful as you possibly can and as nice as you possibly can by helping others learn the ukulele. And don't be, you know, don't be judgmental or whatever. I'm sure you're great, especially if you play ukulele. <laughs> especially if you play ukulele right. I'm sorry I had to say that again because my mouth is not working right now. But anyway, uh, share some learning resources that you found really helpful, some books that you loved, some teachers that you loved. Um, there's so many great places to learn. And um, really, there's, I think, the best way to learn is from another person in person. But that's not always possible, whether it's um, a paid lesson. That's not easy to do. Or if it's, you know, just buy your friend a meal and spend some time with them. Um, you know, just try to make it easier for people to learn and just enjoy this. Um, I did some past episodes, episode three, five, and six of this podcast have so much great information on getting inspiration and getting into a good practice routine and a lot of other good tips and tricks and things that I found along the way uh, that helped me learn. And I'll continue sharing those things um, as I go along. I have a goal to get more players on this podcast and do more podcasts every month. Um, my original dream starting this was actually to do one podcast every week. That's quite a bit of work for me. Um, the Ukulele Underground podcast, they do a great podcast at least an hour every week. Make sure you subscribe to that if you haven't. As far as I know, I can only find it on the Apple Podcasts app. Um, I don't actually have Google Podcasts, so I don't know if it's there. I haven't been able to find it on other podcast apps. But anyway, 
this last point, the wish list, resolution, form, whatever you want to call it, just be a nice person. Just play your ukulele and help others play it as well. So if there's only one thing that you can do to help this podcast, it's to actually share it with a friend. And if they don't know what a podcast is, offer to show them what a podcast is. There are so many amazing podcasts out there. Not just this one, because obviously you're listening to this one. It's the best one. There's other great ukulele podcasts. Like I mentioned, the Ukulele Underground podcast. There's Ukulele is the New Black. There's also Ukulele Highways. And, um, of course, there's Ooktown, the one and only, the one that started it all, for me at least. <clears throat> Sorry. And um, leaving an iTunes review is another great way to help others find this show. And I have... Two new reviews that I want to share with you. Uh, BMW Linda left kind of two reviews. Um, she initially left a review saying thank you to Abe Lagrimus. I think she thought I was Abe Lagrimus, but unfortunately I'm not. I'm honored that you thought I was because Abe Lagrimus is awesome. I hope I'm saying his name right. I think I am. And also Cynthia Lynn and Ukuleni. Uh, amazing players, amazing teachers. I really want to try and get them on this show this year. Um, I promise I will sometime. I don't know exactly when. But um, anyway, thank you so much, BMW Linda, for leaving that review and letting me know. Um, I also got a review from CMA818. He says, or she says, I'm a relatively new ook player after playing keyboards in bands for years and find this very inspirational. It's not what I expected, not a teaching or technique podcast, but more stories, reviews, interviews, recommendations, and just makes me feel more involved with the instrument. His YouTube videos are awesome too. A good listen. Thank you so much, CMA818. Uh, yeah, it, it really means so much to me to know that you are getting something great out of this because that's exactly why I'm doing it. I want to help players and teachers of the ukulele get better at that. Um, and thank you for the plug as well. My YouTube channel, in case you're wondering, is youtube.com slash ukuleleabe. I will be investing more into it this year, so make sure you check that out. All right. Well, that's actually going to do it for the show for today. Please let me know what you thought about this episode. You can send an email to podcast at ukuleleabe.com. You can also click the feedback link in the description. The music in this episode is by Blue Dot Sessions. If you'd like to support the show, you can join the community at patreon.com slash ukuleleabe. Patrons get insight and a behind-the-scenes look, as well as some exclusive merchandise. For the really dedicated fans, I'll be putting together a monthly virtual workshop hangout for all patrons that contribute at the crew member level. If you sign up, you'll also be helping me reach my goal of doing two episodes per month. And then, of course, eventually three, and then four, and then a million episodes a month. No, actually, that's too many. Anyway, if you want to support the show financially without signing up for Patreon, you can use the tip jar link in the show notes for a one-time or recurring recurring donation. <laughs> 
As always, thank you so much for joining me. I hope you have a wonderful day, and I wish you all a very happy new year. Aloha.